0: I realized that I enjoyed them all saying, Oh, you poor thing. Oh, he's so bad. This shouldn't have happened. And I was milking it for all it was worth.
1: Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SuzyAndOtto.com and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love. And in this podcast, and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want, and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. Hi, it's Susie and Otto Collins, and welcome again to another episode of the Love Made Easy podcast. Susie, this time, we're talking about the path out of finger pointing, which also is blame, judgment, making each other wrong, choosing up sides, and all kinds of delicious Fun things that destroy relationships,
0: which we all do. At one time or another, we all get into that, and you know it's just it's just kind of uh, really seductive to get into that kind of blame or or finger pointing. What we're call, calling finger pointing, it's just it's really somewhat satisfying. <laughs> well, you know when you when you say no, I'm right. No, I. <laughs> it happened like this. It didn't happen like what you say it did.
1: Why? I think one of the places we got to start here is really taking. Why do people do this? Why do people blame and judge and criticize and finger point? Why do people do that so much? Because it. I mean, it, it's destructive.
0: Well, sure it is, but you know. It, for me it helps me to feel superior when i've you're done you're talking it. about when
1: you do this when
0: i've done it i can look back and oh it, it helped me to to feel so superior i'm better than you are or you know it doesn't have to be you auto but but anybody it's it's that um, it's it's really a way that that we think that we will feel better when we do it and we're not really thinking here when we do it it just kind of automatically happens okay that we start pointing the fingers <laughs> our finger at somebody else and of course they get defensive and they point it back
1: well it's really interesting that you bring up that that's that's where you go is you mm-hmm. you feel like that it helps you be superior yes well it, I'm thinking about other people, people that we've coached, people that Mm -hmm. we've worked with in our coaching work. A lot of times, if you're blaming and finger pointing and trying to make the other person wrong, a lot of times it's, oh, if I point out how wrong they are, how bad they are, then maybe they'll change.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? When you've done the finger-pointing thing?
1: Well, I I think it's probably, um, for me, it's probably defense. You know, defending, wanting to feel good about myself. And that's where a lot of people are, is you want to feel good about Mm -hmm. yourself. And what we're really talking about here is... If you're blaming, judging, criticizing, we're talking about the many flavors mm-hmm. of wanting to feel good, wanting to to well, you, you know, you mentioned superiority, I mentioned inferiority, but mm-hmm. this plays out of you know a thousand different ways. But finger pointing, ultimately making the other person wrong, blaming, judging is incredibly destructive for relationships.
0: Well, sure it is. And you said, you know, superiority, inferiority. Well, underneath the wanting superiority to feel superior is inferiority. Yes. You know, always. I'm reminded of when my first husband, we were married for 30 years, and we had mutually decided that we would end our marriage. And it it was... You know, it was um, friendly and it it wasn't contentious or anything like that. But I found myself pointing my finger back at him to my friends.
1: Mm. Isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah. And do you know why? Because... I realized later, it, it didn't take me too long, you know, I it wasn't like I was milking this thing for a long time, but I realized that I enjoyed them all saying, oh, you poor thing. Oh, he, he's so bad. He's, this was not, you know, this was not good. This shouldn't have happened. And I was milking it for all it was worth.
1: So in other words, you're, you're, Maybe unconscious aim mm. out of this was you wanted to feel good, and you thought unconsciously, you know, just you weren't you weren't aware necessarily of what you were doing, but you thought, oh, this is my my chance to <laughs> to feel good here, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, what a ridiculous thing! But it it didn't take me long to see that playing the victim, which is what I was doing. Was not bringing me really what I wanted. What I wanted was to go back to feeling okay about this whole divorce. And to look toward my future. And I sure couldn't do that when I was milking my victim.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I was just thinking as you were telling that. That really... whether you're still in a relationship with somebody and there's a lot of finger pointing going on, a lot of blame. One of the things that's going on is you're choosing up sides. Mm. You're, You're choosing up sides instead of if you're in relationship with someone. And now this could be an intimate relationship, somebody you're married to in a committed relationship with, or it could be just a friend or a family member. But you want If you want that relationship to be really good, close, connected, loving, where you really act like you care about each other, you're not going to be choosing up sides. You're going to be on the same team. And that's one of the interesting things about all of these aspects of finger pointing. You know, you were talking about superiority and, and the fact that that was kind of where you come from when you do it. I think about this and I'm feeling not so good about myself <laughs> when I'm blaming or judging mm-hmm. or, Oh, well, can you believe what that person did? <laughs> or, you know, I, I'm thinking about, Oh, well, what if she was just, you know, this, you know so mm-hmm. I've, I've got this story. Everybody does. Everybody has a story about, how their life would be oh just a bit better mm-hmm. a little bit better if something else was different
0: and you know what's underneath all this is pain that we're not willing to look at i mean that when i when i really came on that you know that that i realized that it was like wow okay what pain am i not willing to look at here what am i think what story am i making up that i'm not important to this person or that this person doesn't care about me so I, you know i'm going to blame them or what is the pain that i'm not willing to look at here
1: So is it always just pain that you're not willing to look at it, look at, or is there something else maybe that you're not willing to face? Are there other aspects? Mm Is
0: it? It can be other things too. Right.
1: You use the word pain. And one of the words that is coming to me is there's a resistance to the truth.
0: Oh yeah, sure.
1: So I can think of things that have happened to me in my life where I came to see the truth sometimes, sometimes more quickly than others. But when I'm either not seeing the truth, the, the, you know, the way a situation really is, or yeah I think that's really it. I think that's really it when I'm not willing and you you use the the term you know when you're not willing to face something mm-hmm. that's that's resistance
0: sure well, going back to my impending divorce from my first husband and me trying to milk my friends for attention or for whatever. That pain underneath, and what you're talking about is not being willing to look at the truth and being, you know, resistant to seeing that. Is I might have said that I wanted this divorce, but somewhere w- within me, I'm really sad about this.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I, that's really interesting. I love, yeah, that's that's, a, that's an interesting insight.
0: Yeah, and, and that my finger pointing that, oh, it just shouldn't be, came from that point, which I use the word pain, but it it's it's resistant, like you said, to what is. And we truly, it was time for us to divorce because we wanted two different things out of life and wanted to lead our lives differently. There wasn't any bad guy or a good guy or whatever. And you know, it 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 was that in that moment when I was trying to get my friends, when I was loving that they felt sorry for me in other words, that oh, I really I'm really sad about this. And and I will miss this person, but it came out differently. And I think that's what a lot of us do. We, we don't really try to get underneath what's really going on because underneath um, can be we don't want to look at it, mm. whatever it is.
1: Now there's another part of this that I want to touch on, and we're we're certainly going to get to the path out of finger oh, pointing yeah, and we've blame got to do and, that. and yeah. so forth. <laughs> Otherwise, this podcast would be worthless. <laughs> One of the things that that really causes people, I, I was just thinking about what causes blame and judgment and finger pointing. I'm thinking back to the rare times that I look at you or I look at the other people that are important in my world and I start to blame or judge or want to change them. I was thinking about that. It's, it's really critical to see where my focus is. Is my focus at that moment on What's good about them, what's incredible about them? Or is it on the aspects of them that maybe I'm the only one that, that thinks that this isn't such a good quality? Or maybe uh they're uh you know, maybe they're just having a bad moment, maybe they're just having a bad day. Uh, maybe uh this sounds this is gonna be a really, really bad strange example but I remember there was a video that you and I did a few um, two or three months ago and I was fixated upon the fact that you had one single hair that was yeah one single hair That was over top your glasses, (laughs) and I was so fixated upon this that I wanted to, I wanted to like stop the video, (laughs) stop the video. We can't have this. What's so fascinating about this? We we play the video back later. You couldn't even see the hair. (laughs)
0: That's a great example.
1: This is this is so telling and so instructive because that's what we do. We look at the smallest thing sometimes, and we make it so big, so out of control. Sometimes <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like the one thing I'm talking about—one single hair that was you know, over driving in front, you crazy. driving me crazy. One single hair, and I thought we can't go on like this. <laughs> So let's go to what we were talking about.
0: The path out of finger Well, before
1: we go to the path out, what we were talking about is in that moment, there had to be some insecurity on my part. Mm. Oh, well, we're going to look really stupid here. Okay. See?
0: That you weren't really willing to look at until later. or,
1: or, Or it was just a thought. It was just a thought that I was believing. No, I was looking at it really deeply. <laughs>
0: the hair, the yeah. hair,
1: and and it and the fact that I was thinking we're going to look really bad on YouTube when you know when this video comes out. This is what people do. Mm-hmm. It's what people do. And so the path
0: out of finger pointing is just becoming aware of it.
1: Becoming aware of what?
0: That you're doing it. The, like like you focusing on... How, how did you get out of that?
1: By playing the video back and realizing <laughs> it was really... That it was really not a big deal. And you know, that's really instructive. Hmm. What I just said right there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because if you play the quote-unquote <laughs> video back of, of whatever's going on in mm-hmm. your world, mm-hmm. and you see... It's not a big deal mm-hmm. because almost every situation is going to be, oh, it's not a big deal.
0: Mm. I, I think that that was my path out of it when you know I was doing the victim thing about my first uh, marriage ending. That I I just oh wait a minute. Whatever I'm doing here isn't true, isn't the truth. And like you said, when I played it back, you know, like when I wasn't with my friends, and I played it back, I thought, oh, I really don't want to do that anymore. It was just becoming aware and then making a choice. It's, it's. Slowing it all down, and I know we probably say this in every podcast, but slowing it all down to see, oh, I have a choice here that I can make. And my choice is to get on with it. <laughs> you know, go through my divorce with, with love and kindness and then look to my future.
1: Yeah, and what I'm what I see that's really necessary for putting the brakes, putting the stops on finger pointing, blame, and judgment is really going back and reconnecting with the question, "What do I want here?" So if you go back and you and you come to enough awareness. Or you come to enough of a consciousness to to ask yourself what what do I want in this situation? What do I want in my relationship with this person if it's an intimate relationship or a marriage or somebody that you're you know really close with, do you want to keep love alive? do you want to keep the connection strong? Do you want passion do you want what do you want? And if you go back and, you know, I'm thinking of my relationship with my son. It has always been my strong, fervent desire that even though I left his mother when he was eight years old, it's always been my strong desire to keep a close, connected relationship with him. Now he's no longer, you know, a kid. He's thirty-one as of the time we're making this recording, and that being my intention. That is the reality of our relationship. We're really close. We talk uh, quite often. Uh, you know, we text quite a bit. So.
0: And you're the first person he re- he reaches out to when his world is kind of crashing in,
1: or when something good happens.
0: Yeah, exactly. Both.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think it goes back to what do you want? Mm -hmm. And so much of the time people get it backwards when blame and judgment and finger pointing are going on in those moments, what they think they want, which is they want to be right. They want to feel good In the moment, they want to make the other person wrong. They
0: want to make the other person understand their point of view and ultimately go along with
1: their point of view, right? Instead of what do they really want. So there's a big Mm -hmm. difference. Mm -hmm. Big difference between what what do I think I want in this moment and what do I really want. So if there's some focus of yours that you know you're you're looking at the 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 bad or the not so good aspects of somebody else and you're trying to change them well why would you want to do that and when you really stop and take a look at where the magic is the magic is on Focusing on what would create more closeness, more love, more connection. And it is not going to be pointing the finger and making them wrong. And you (laughs) right.
0: Well, I'm remembering different coaching clients who have struggled with this because it's, it's, you know, just part of, seems like part of our human way that we interact (laughs) is, is finger pointing at times. And, What I encourage them to do is to see if this is really getting them what they want, which goes back to what you're saying. Is this, you know, arguing about something for an hour or more or or all day or all week?
1: Or all life. Or our whole life.
0: (laughs) Yes. And making the other person wrong. Is it worth
1: it? Is it worth it?
0: Is it getting you what you want?
1: Wow. That that really is the key. That's the that's the showstopper there. Mm-hmm. Of that's the question to really ask yourself.
0: And a path out of
1: it. It really finger is. Finger pointing, right? Is just simply taking a look at that question. You know, is this getting me what it is I want? Yeah. Any final words, Susie, before we bring this podcast episode to a close?
0: The only thing I want to say is just love. And and that doesn't mean that, of course, that you're a doormat or that you have to uh, not stand up for yourself or anything like that. But it's when you can really just be in your center and... If something, you don't understand something that the other person's saying, ask a question. Just ask a question. Just try to get clarity so that you understand. Instead of jumping in and assuming that you know what's going on with that other person. And pointing fingers.
1: Because a lot of times you have no idea what's going on with that other person. Right. Right. I guess in closing, what I would say as far as, you know, my final thoughts about the path out of finger pointing is just always go back and reconnect to what it is you really want. Not not necessarily what's making you feel good in the moment, but what do you really want? And then, you know, go back and reconnect that. Is it love? Is it connection? Is it a great relationship, a good relationship? Go back and reconnect to that because that's going to take you a whole lot further than I'm right, you're wrong, I'm going to prove it. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life, or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says Contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts. And if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it. If you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.